0: Our next guest on her ice, head coach of the Stillwater Ponies, the champions of Class 2A Section 4, Mira Yalosuo, a former gopher, a Finnish Olympian. She played professionally in Russia. She's probably got the best resume of anybody we're going to talk to. Coach Mira Yalosuo, I got it that time, of the Stillwater Ponies, take us through your uh, pre-state tournament superstitions.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm probably the most superstitious coach in the whole state. So there's there's multiple things that I I like to do. Like my my coaching staff knows that they have to be wearing the same jeans they were wearing in the in the previous game. If we were playing well, they have to be wearing the same mask. So we, we got these pony masks from the athletic director. So everybody has to wear those. There has been a couple of times that the coach forgets one, so I have an I have an extra one in our in our little equipment bag and then a uh, couple of times a coach has been trying to get on the pants with their hat on. And I'm always like, no, you cannot be wearing that because last time you did not wear a hat. So you cannot wear one today either. So there's, okay. there's a, a, plenty of things that I like to keep a track of. I don't know if it's just a distraction for me that I don't have to think about the game, but uh, that's kind of how I operate. We had a great practice yesterday. The girls are going to show up today and uh, so far so good. So we, we are very excited for, for the state quarterfinal game on Saturday, and hopefully hopefully we make it to the semis next week.
2: Let me piggyback a little bit on that too, Mira. One of the players that I have, have been really a big fan of in your last stretch, as Peter mentioned, your your last eight games, you, the team has been on fire, you've been winning. But I noticed that Lexi Huber, is she not the most consistent and, and with her, her current point streak that she's had in the last uh, six, seven games? Uh what do you have to say about Lexi and her, her scoring and points in the last couple of weeks?
1: Yeah, Lexi, Lexi Huber, is a, she's, she's a very good athlete. So she's, she's going to be playing soccer at St. Thomas next year. So she's committed there. But she is, she's also a very good hockey player. She is just, uh, when she gets a scoring opportunity, she's going to put the puck in the net. She's very calm when she gets a breakaway. She has a couple of moves. He usually does, and uh, usually both work.
2: If you would compare like last year's team to this year's team, what would you say is the biggest difference? And obviously, this team is not going to make it state with your, you know, your big one nothing win over or Hill Murray in the in the final. What has made this team that much better to get to state?
1: Well, obviously, last year we had we had seven seniors, and uh, this year there everybody knew that like it's going to be hard to fill those boots, those seniors were playing a lot of lot of minutes in uh, in important games. So I I would say the biggest difference is that we we are probably one of the youngest teams in the whole state. So we have six freshmen in the in the team who are playing regular SIFs. And I I think that it's for the culture change, it's good that we have a lot of younger players because those younger players they're used to winning a lot. Even though they're young, they're still used to winning at the U ten level. U twelve level, U fifteen level. So I don't think it even comes to their mind that hey, we might lose a game. If they're there every single day, they come to the rink before games. They're like, hey, we're gonna win this one. And I I think that that, that has been the been the biggest change. And like we we struggled at some point. There there have been multiple games that we we have been down by a couple goals going into the third period. And uh, I think that it's uh, it's a confidence thing, like I said, that those younger players they 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 never give up, and uh, I I think that that has been that's been the key key thing. And obviously, seniors and juniors they they have been doing a, an amazing jobs closing the deals. Like uh, our seniors and juniors were on the ice the last minute and a half against Hill Murray, so it's kind of like the younger younger players get the goals for us, but those seniors and juniors are then defending the lead at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, those juniors and seniors. One player I'd like to mention to you, junior forward Sidney Schuster has doubled her point total from last year. And I know early in the season for Stillwater, it felt a little top-line heavy with Wohlers, Huber, and St. Martin doing the bulk of the scoring. But what's it been like to watch players like Schuster, Maya Kruger, and Addison Finn really turn on the scoring jets later in the season?
1: it's it's awesome like like i said it's it's not a surprise for me because i see them every single day but uh i i i knew we tried five different kind of line combinations this year and finally the first week of march we figured out the lines are actually working the best and uh, ever since we we have been rolling the same same lines and uh Sidney Schuster is playing with, uh, with Morgan Wallers and uh, Lexi Huber right now. So we have two seniors and, uh, and a junior playing together. And uh, that that line has been incredible. They, they Every single shift, they are very good in the offensive zone. And they also take care of the D zone.
0: Well, it sounds like there's a lot of balance there. Is that something that your coaching yeah. staff takes pride in and making sure that forwards are coming back to help the D and that the defenders can feel confident enough to rush the puck when they need to?
1: Oh, yeah. So we, every single day we are working on back-checking. So uh, if if our forwards are not back-checking, it's that simple. You won't play. It's just like we we have to be the hardest-working team in the whole state to make it far. And uh, lots of credit for the players. They, they truly have bought in. And uh, every single forward is uh, hustling back to the D so that they... They always go B first and offense second. So I, I really appreciate them having having that mentally.
0: So the, the team lost, uh, sorry to bring up bad memories, the team lost twice to unranked teams, twice in three games earlier this season. Was that a, mat, was that a wake-up call for the team? Were Eastridge and Roseville underrated or a combination of both?
1: I... I think that they, they they are probably a little bit underrated, but to be honest with you, like the Roseville game, we took three stupid penalties in the first period and they scored three power play power play goals. so it's it's three nothing after the first period and after that it's just like, hey, we all, every single day we talk if we take less than three penalties a game, we are giving us a show, giving ourselves an opportunity to win this hockey game. but uh Roseville game we 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 took too many penalties in the first period, so i I think that we deserve to lose that game, and it was a, it was a good learning lesson for the girls that the coaches are not just talking; that there is actually meaning behind the words we are telling them before the games.
0: So, yeah, go ahead, Ted.
2: No, I was just gonna, I was going to add to that because you know they make that reference always when we talk about like for example college basketball, or college football, or, or college sports in a sense when freshmen are playing. They are not freshmen anymore when it comes tournament time. You know, they, they've been there. They, you know, they've played a lot. Like you're saying, like you've had, um, you said, six freshmen they are playing. Do you think that's been one of the keys, obviously, with your, your comebacks? You've had that period. You talked about, like, the Roseville game and some other ones where you're giving up two, three goals early, and then you're able to fight back and, and, and win it. You know, Gentry is another good example, too. Uh, who do you – Lean on that mostly with those comebacks and that confidence to come back. Is it more the junior senior group or is it more those freshmen that are experiencing the games now?
1: It it kind of depends in the game, so it's it's very easy to see in the first and second period which line is hot, and uh, I always put the hottest line on the ice in the third period to to get a good start for us and uh, get get a couple of goals for us. So that's that's kind of my mentality. That it, before the games, I don't know which line is going to be the best line, but going into the third period, I usually have a very good idea who, who are playing well, and uh, those girls are usually playing at the end of the game.
0: Well, we mentioned, we've mentioned freshmen a couple of times uh, in the last few minutes. What can you tell me about handing the keys to a freshman goaltender before a section final?
1: <laughs> well... Again, it, it goes down to seeing them every single day at the, at the ring. I, I, I knew going, going into the section final that Lily Timos is going to get the job done. She is, uh, she's a very good goalie. She's technically very good. And, uh, obviously comes from a hockey family. Lily's brother is right now in the top three goalies in the whole state. Alex Timos from, uh, from Gentry. So, uh, I, I I think that the whole family, they just uh, this is know how to handle pressure, and uh, I like I said, I just had a feeling that Lily is gonna get the job done, and uh, I went with my cup feeling, and luckily it worked.
2: It, it seems to be working. Um, we've we've brought up a lot of names of, of players, you know, Alexi Huber and Josie Saint Martin. Uh, is there a player that we haven't? St- talked about yet that you kind of feel is an unsung hero on the team you know it could be you know whether freshman sophomore junior senior just somebody that you feel that doesn't get a lot of points on the on the score sheet um, but you know that they're one of those glue players that really keeps the team and uh, either on top or helps them come back from being down early in the game who is that unsung hero on your team that we haven't talked about yet
1: yeah, the, the most underrated player in our team is Morgan Waller. He's number 17, senior forward. Perfect example is that yesterday the all metro teams came up, came out, and uh, Morgan made the second team, and uh, he's the only player in that list who is uncommitted. So that's just uh, it, it's it's unbelievable for me. I, I just I'm just shaking my head every single time I see a list. And I don't get a phone call from a Division One coach asking, "Hey, who is this Morgan Wallers? Why I haven't heard about her before?" And uh, it's it's not luck that she's in the second All Metro team. She is one of the hardest workers in the in the team. Like if you if we if we have a turnover in the offensive zone, she's the one who slams the brakes and is back checking into the house as, as fast as she can. In the, in the offensive zone, she, she sees the ice extremely well and uh, has a heck of a shot. So that, those are kind of her strengths. And uh, going back to that Hail Mary game, we had uh, four or five defensive sort of face-offs in the last minute and half, and she won all of them. So that's just the type of player she is. And uh, it, it truly breaks my heart that she, she doesn't have a D1 full right offer yet.
0: Do you think that she could use the state tournament as the best advertisement for herself? I mean, this is when the most eyeballs are on the girls' high school level in Minnesota, the state tournament. Could this be a turning point for her when it comes to college recruitment?
1: Well, I, I totally hope so. I, I'm hoping so. And uh, I think that the all-metro should help a little bit too. There's a lot of coaches who, who haven't seen our team play, so I'm sure that they're following kind of like how is the Minnesota high school league team doing and then they see these different kind of teams are known. So I'm, uh, I'm sure more, more people are going to be looking, taking a closer look at her this and um, this week and next week.
0: Well, we certainly hope so. You've coached at so many different levels. It feels like you've been coaching forever. You've coached youth girls, high school girls at the professional level. Which level do you think that you've learned from the most?
1: I I love coaching the high school level because uh, you see these girls getting better day by day. So compared to like the PWHBA, I go run a practice there, but I don't see a whole lot of progress going from uh, Monday's practice to Tuesday's practice versus like if I'm running a high school practice on Monday, we work on something and we do it again on Tuesday, I can see a lot of improvement. So I, I think at the the most fun level for me, to coach right now, coach right now is uh, is the high school level just because the girls are improving so quickly.
2: So let's get the, the the big question. I want to have a little fun with this, but I also want to kind of hear your take of uh, how I'm sorry, not how, but let's say that how does Stillwater win the championship this year? Sell us on, sell us on the ponies.
1: So how we win the state tournament is uh, we just got to keep, keep being extremely disciplined. So why, why we have been so successful is that we we are not cheating in the defensive zone. We are not cheating in our four check. We are not cheating in our back check. So we just got to keep doing those things. And obviously, when, when we go play against the seed number one, two or three, whoever comes comes to play us, we also have to have a little bit respect for them. That, like, when if if there is a rush that we have two players and they have three players back, we have to get the puck below the goal line and uh, just forecheck and kind of wait and see when they make a mistake and use that uh, that one as an our our opportunity. Vice versa, in our defensive zone, we we have to be very solid. We have to be able to block a lot of shots and uh, defend with a stick on stick and keeping sticks on the ice.
0: All right, Todd got in his million-dollar question. Now, here's my million-dollar question. You have a bronze Olympic medal. You have bronze medals at the Women's World Championships from 2008, 2009, 2011, 2015, and 2017. If you end up with a bronze medal after the state tournament, will you keep that medal, or are you tired of bronze?
1: Well... Your million-dollar question is actually kind of bad, Peter, because there is no third-place game this year.
2: Good. Oh, my gosh. That's a good point. You just edited your-
1: <laughs> yeah. no,
2: no, I'm going to keep so... it.
0: If, if I look like an idiot, that's fine.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you, Mira, Oh, well, for now it. now you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, you don't. Hey,
1: let me ask you Yeah, one. I don't have to worry about it.
2: No, no, you don't, because you just have to go all the way, right? Do you feel there's a little yep. more pressure on the girls? And, and piggyback a little bit, a little more pressure on that, where it is a one and done tournament. Where you know normally the girls go like, oh shoot, you know, uh, if they lose a the quarterfinal, they got the consolation back up. Uh, do you feel there's a little more pressure on the squad because it's one and done?
1: Well, I I don't think we have to face face any pressure going into the state tournament. But I don't think anybody else besides us are believing in ourselves so i i think that is expecting us to be done after the first game so i i would say there is no pressure i we just go game by game and uh, this year is, it is what it is that there is only only the winning teams are advancing to the advancing to the second round so i i would say it doesn't create more pressure for us but i can see it creating some pressure for the other teams
0: do you think that's an advantage of having such a young team? Is that if they lose before the championship game, uh, the bulk of your team can say, "Well, well, maybe we'll make it next year. I've got two more years of high school eligibility. I've got two more bites at the apple."
1: Uh, well, I I don't think I personally I don't think that our girls are even thinking losing. To be honest with you, so I. I, I think that they have only one thing and one thing in their mind, which is winning the state tournament. so I And I know that they really want to win it for the, for the seniors, that the seniors have never, ever gotten a chance to play in the state tournament. So I, I think that the younger players understand the importance of this tournament and what it would mean for the, for the upperclassmen to actually win the state title in the state of hockey.
0: Well, that, that's awesome, Todd. Sorry I muted you. This is, this is where I apologize for forgetting to do the intro. Did you have another question, Todd?
2: I have one more question. He keeps muting me. I was going to talk about that community support that you do have, Mira. Uh, you talked a little bit because we've been watching you um, through YHH and, and uh, other opportunities where the 10s and the 12s and the 15s do so well. And there has been a high school uh, Stillwater Girls team has been to state since they won it in 2009. So what has that community support been so far, you know, after Saturday and, and what, you've, what you've got from the community so far?
1: Well, so obviously, the Saha, the still of our youth hockey association, is doing a very nice job with the younger players. So I, I think at the past six, six or so years, they, they really have been focusing on girls hockey, and it's, it's paying off right now. We, we have a lot of, like I said, younger players who are playing at the higher level. And at the, at the same time, there is a lot of siblings in this team whose uh, whose sisters are young uh, still a youth hockey association players so it's just it's so much fun to see those girls coming to the rink and like sometimes when i watch film i just uh, see see the little girls they're being super excited and super nervous when the game is even so that's the the support is there and uh, i i think it's our when, when, when we are taking the bus on Saturday, I think that the whole Stillwater Youth Hockey Association girls program is going to be there, sending us off to the Excel Energy Center. And I, I think that it's very cool for these young, young female athletes to see the high school girls getting into the bus, having the bus decorated and just uh, seeing how big of a deal it is to make it to the state. Uh, obviously, it's a bummer that we, we only were able to get 114 tickets to the quarterfinal game. So only the families will be there. But hopefully we make it to the semifinals and we're able to have some young girls watching us.
2: Mira, thanks again for your time today and really best of luck and, and good luck this week and hope you and, and the gals have a great weekend.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye.
2: Bye bye.